Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, wherever you happen to be. This is Max Ryan from TheMagicOfLifeCoach.com, and thanks for listening to the show, um, The Magic of Life Radio. And it's great to have you all listening today, or participating, or just energetically focusing here right now. I really appreciate it. Um... As you may know, or may not know, I am an intuitive life coach, a spiritual teacher, and I do energy work in psychic um, psychic and angel readings. So if you'd like to know more about, about that, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the things that are coming up, because a lot of cool things are coming up um, in the world of Max Ryan, and hopefully in your world too. Um, you can go to themagicoflifecoach.com. There's lots of stuff on there. There's also, I also have another newer website, two websites actually, but one that really seems to be taking off called angelshearus.com. So you can check out things on there that I'm doing. And that is going really well. I'd like to tell you... I'll just go into that right now. That, um, angelshearus.com, tomorrow night, I'm going to be doing a free 60-minute teleclass called An Evening with Angels. And you can you can log on there to find out more. I'll just go over the basics of, of what it's going to be because if it, if, if it is something that, that calls to you, I'd love to have you on on the call. <laughs> I'd love to have you on the call. Um, what that evening is going to be about, tomorrow, it's going to be tomorrow at 8 o'clock. And that evening is going to be about things such as, and including, um, you know, if you've wanted to learn more about angels in the angelic realm, if you've heard some things about what I talk about the angelic realm and it's piqued your interest, I'm going to go a little more in details about how angels work in the angelic realm. So it's a little bit, it'll be a little bit about Angels 101, but a little bit more than that. You know, and, and I encourage you, if you've ever, if you feel any kind of connection with angelic images or stories, or if you've had experiences of your own, if you're already working with angels, it might be something that you want to, you want to join me on. You know, and I'm going to be also doing a direct angelic, um, communication session, which is going to be like a meditation, a guided imagery, which will help you to connect with angelic energies. And you're going to learn to access, access the angelic realm that way. And it's going to be um, pretty powerful, pretty powerful. This one guided meditation visualization 
process, whatever you want to call it, that I do has been really helpful for me and a lot of my clients, and I'm sure it will be helpful for you. So, and just to also give you a lot of validation that working in the angelic realm on your spiritual journey is really an effective and it's a valid healing path because sometimes when people are called to angel work you can get into kind of um sometimes the ego can come in and go that's just angels waka waka do you know what i mean but it's really not really not and I'll teach you more about why that's true I'm also going to cover a little bit about how the how angelic realms and the law of attraction actually go hand in hand people haven't really talked about that before um, I don't think but in a very specific way so I, I'll be covering that and the other thing that I'm going to be spending spending some time on is an uh, an an acronym for angels that I feel very very strongly can really change your life and really change I'm sorry my little doggy is trying to sit on my papers that I'm trying to use for today <laughs> excuse me um, so this an acronym this acronym sorry an acronym is um, really powerful and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that and how you can apply those those things in that and that acronym to your life and you're going to get a surprise gift. You're going to get a little gift when you, when you sign up. So sign up on angelsheroes.com. So, so that's that. And I also am doing an angel meetup in New York City. So if you're here, I'd like to meet you on March, uh, May 19th. We're going to be doing a two-hour meetup and sharing. And I'd love for you to come. I'd love for you to come. And that's all there, too. Oh, I forgot something. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, tonight. I have, and I'm going to be interviewed on Life Path Radio. And it's at 9 o'clock here on Blog Talk Radio. It's um, going to be um, my co-host, Jasmine Sampson, is going to interview me. And that's all going to be about living in the world but not of it. There's a lot of things about the Course in Miracles in that interview, which is a path that I strongly follow. So if you'd like to, to do that, um, listen to that. That's at 9 o'clock on Life Path Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. So look for that. I think that's all. I think that's all. Okay. Today, I, in preparation for a program that I'm going to be doing and what I've been guided to the last few weeks is comes back to an idea that is very old it is since we came here on this space and time continuum which I like to say the earth plane and we realize that there was duality here there also was instilled in us, in our religions, um, this idea of creating heaven on earth. And I know that's something that, that we, we say flippantly, that's something that, that we, can, we say a lot, you know, it's, and it's very interesting because I did 
when I was thinking about it yesterday and a couple of days ago, I did some research and I looked on the internet and put heaven on earth. And boy, there is a lot of um, things from from actual real serious discourse about heaven on earth to to beauty salons to um, there was a couple of sites that were gossip sites, heaven on earth. So it's an idea that's been around for a long time, used in a lot of different ways. And for for me, uh, I believe that the spiritual path can many, many, many ways be summed up in that one statement. Heaven on earth. Because we are being called all the time, whether we hear it or not, we're being called by our guides, the divine, to recreate, remember heaven and bring that remembrance, bring that energy into our lives. Because when you think about any spiritual path, it is about going back to source. It is about going back to the divine. And when we go back to the divine, that is heaven. That is heaven. It is connection. It is flow. It is peace. It is growth. And it is where our gifts lie. The gifts of heaven is another term that we hear a lot, the gifts of heaven. And the gifts of heaven lay within us. The gifts of heaven are what we have been, you might say, encoded with when we've come here to share our gifts to the world. And when we quiet our minds, when we listen, when we have a relationship with the divine, we start to realize what our gifts are, the gifts of heaven. Some gifts are coming to us from, from that realm to help us here. Some of those gifts have literally been implanted in our DNA so that we can share them with the world in order for everyone to come back, to come back to that amazing place within ourselves that is all perfect, that is all peaceful, that is all good. Now, we've all had those times. Sometimes it's, it isn't a specific spiritually directed um, exercise such as meditation, contemplation, um, but sometimes it comes randomly when suddenly things in our life shift and we say, oh, oh, here's heaven. It's right here. Surprise. And many times we say, oh, that's nice. And then we move on and then our ego takes over again and then we live our life and then another thing comes up. 
I was just reminded or guided that uh, I want to bring up the idea of a baby. When, a, when we see a baby that is pure love and pure joy, and we connect with our hearts to it, those mo- that moment, that's a gift from heaven. That is a gift from heaven. Because that is reflecting that perfection inside of us. And it would behoove us to, when we have those experiences with the baby, that we breathe that in, that we take that in. Because when we take it in, it expands our capacity to to bring more gifts from heaven and to see our gifts that we are going to give to the world, or we can, or choose, or choose not to, give to the world, or share with the world. It's those moments when there is heaven on earth. Think about those times. You know, I work also, I help brides. I work with brides and I did an amazing um, wedding yesterday. And these, it is an honor, a privilege to be there and part of a day when it is all about reflecting heaven on some level. And we put so much emphasis on those days, on the wedding days, that um, sometimes we want to force it. But when we let it go, you see, you know, when you have been in the presence of a wedding, when you are seeing two souls reflecting in each other's eyes and reflecting the divine, that's heaven on earth. That's heaven on earth. And if you are a meditator or if you are doing any kind of spiritual practice where you get in touch with that bliss, that perfection, think about a wedding and when it really moves you. That's why people cry at weddings. Because it reminds us of coming home. It reminds us of the divine. It reminds us how we are connected, that our gifts are all together, that our gifts are one in the same in many ways. And if you think about that, those moments are heaven on earth. And we can consciously recreate those moments over and over and over. And when we do that, that, is, that becomes our dominant vibration. That becomes our life force. It's the opposite of the ego struggling and figuring out and making everything happen. And when you create heaven on earth, it does not mean you don't take action. That's for sure. But you take action from a different place. You take action from a place of openness, flow, guidance, and love instead of Approval, security, acceptance. When you do take action that way, you're creating heaven on earth. And heaven on earth is a state of mind, a state of being. It does not mean that on some level, life is not going to happen. Things happen all the time. This is something that I talk to my 
clients about a lot is that when we when we pledge to to walk the spiritual path and in a way we are pledging to create heaven on earth that does not mean that life isn't going to happen when i mean life's going to happen it means we are still in this duality we have a body here and we have lessons to learn here that does not mean that we don't keep coming back to spirit, coming back to listening to the angels, coming back to listening to our guides, connecting with the divine, even when all the stuff is happening. When all the stuff is happening right now, if you're listening to this live, you, you know that this weekend there was a big bomb scare in New York City. And I'll tell you this. I live on the street two blocks away from where that was. And I purposely... Do not watch a lot of news because it engenders fear, fear, fear. I, I get enough to, 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 to get along and understand what's happening in the world, be educated. But I, I can see how the ego goes crazy with those kinds of things. Because although that's a real threat and real things are happening, on another level, I am completely staying connected with with God, with the divine, and with heaven. And letting go of what this fear of what could have happened. That's what the ego will do to us. It will keep us away from heaven because the ego will go, well, what if it happened? What if it happened? What if it happened? It didn't happen. Nothing happened, really. We have to be smart, but we also have to understand, you know, don't go crazy. When I was at this wedding yesterday, um, we were getting ready and was helping people, and we and the, the news was on. And I don't have CNN. I was there for like five and a half hours before the wedding even started, and it was amazing to me how, in that five, maybe five and a half hours, they had CNN just on the TV in the background the whole time. All it was was that story over and over. And over and over. Which creates fear. Fear, 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 fear. So those things will happen in life, but how you negotiate them, how you get through them, is your way of creating heaven on earth. And it's really important that we're very, if we're serious about creating heaven on earth and 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 uplifting the planet uplifting humanity uplifting ourselves and our families and our friends and our loved ones it is really important that we're really aware of every time that the ego comes in on a global level on a national level and on a personal level it comes in to say no, 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 scared, scared, fear, 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 fear. Because the ego is very threatened on some level of creating heaven on earth. The ego is very threatened by that because the ego won't know what to do. The ego doesn't have to go away. It just has to be trained to be like, it's okay. Ultimately, everything is perfect. We're okay. The ego and the intellect have a place in our lives. And if we want to create heaven on earth, we have to understand where it is in our lives. It's different for everybody. 
tell the ego or, you know, sometimes ego intellect is something that's close, close together. And as we start to create heaven on earth, the ego will start to slowly become the second voice instead of the first voice. When you start to listen to yourself, when you start to gain the power, conviction, and courage of the spirit, of the divine, the ego starts to fade away a little bit. It never goes away as long as we're here. But it doesn't, it's not the first stop. It's not pulling us through. And that's really heaven on earth. In many ways I try to, um, for myself and everything that I do, for me and for people that I work with, try to always come back to who's running the show. Is it my ego that's full of fear and trying to take care of me, trying to take care of me? Or is it love running the show? Trust, courage. If that's running the show, you sense it, you feel it. And then things on the outside start to shift. And things in the outside world start to get in the flow. You know, there, there are many ways that it starts to manifest itself. But the main thing is that if we put it first, creating heaven on earth as our priority, then if it's our priority, then that's where... We come, what I said earlier about the angels and law of attraction is that that's when it starts to manifest in the world. It has to be our number one priority, creating heaven on earth, whichever way we do it, whichever way we are able to, to get out of our way, listen to the divine, listen to the angels, your spirit guides, God directly doesn't matter to me. Angels work for me, spirit guides, but it's coming from the source. When we can get away from that a little more, we will start to see lots and lots of manifestations of heaven all over the world and in our lives. And my prayer for you and for everyone and for humanity is that we get off of this kind of hamster wheel of figuring it out, figuring it out, figuring it out because figuring it out is driven by fear. Not that we don't use our intellect. I always have to say that. We have to use our intellect but it has to be the last stop, not the first stop. That my prayer is that all of us on some level even entertain the idea <clears throat> that through God all things are, are possible. Through God or the divine, we can get beyond our personality structures that are holding us back to our personality structures that are pushing us forward, that are giving us clues We've all been put here with very special gifts to share. Very special things. 
And through a series of events in the world, we either keep listening and going towards that, or we go, well, that's fine, but what I'm supposed to do is this. Well, no. And when you're first on this path, it's really hard to, and it takes a lot of courage and a lot of discipline to say, no, the gifts that I've come with actually are valid. And it doesn't, I'll also give a caveat here, it does not mean that your gifts have to be your job. Your gift is the way of making money. That is not always the case. Your calling and your career can be two separate things and it doesn't matter because, because if you are doing your calling and following your calling, you can do any career. As long as you keep following your, your calling, your following calling. It happens that sometimes, sometimes your calling becomes your career, and that's, and, but it doesn't have to. And in this idea of creating heaven on earth, that's the most important thing. That really is the most important thing. How do I connect with that and bring that energy into my life every day in all the relationships that I do? At least, you know, I would say on average, even people that are far down a spiritual path can do it 50% of the time because we're human. You know, maybe the enlightened ones can do it 95% of the time, 100 not 100, because then they probably wouldn't be in this body. But the Dalai Lama and certain kinds of people, they, I'm sure that they have a, a greater capacity to bring that in to their lives more and more and more. But, you know, I'm just, I'm just a guy trying to, trying to get through too, you know, and I, and, and I shoot for, okay, let me try if I can do 30% of, of following heaven on earth and listening to that guidance and, and spreading that in the world and not prophesizing, but allowing, allowing and, and doing. And so sometimes the calling and the career aren't the same. Sometimes they're not the same. Some of the, the times the most spiritually enlightened people are secretaries. Sometimes the most spiritually enlightened people are, are people doing jobs that you would never even think of. So, I, I definitely encourage you to think, you know, your calling and your career don't have to be the same. Sometimes they are. Sometimes it just works out where it happens to be your calling is bringing beauty to the world, say, and bringing beauty in the world in the world of art, you know. And it just happens that, you know, because you keep following this calling of doing whatever particular kind of art that you do, suddenly you start to sell paintings and people are interested. And then it just naturally unfolds in God's time, in the divine's time. But the important thing is that you just kept doing it because that's your gift. If you have that nudge, that inspiration, that little thing that goes, oh, I think I want to make cards. Hmm. Ooh, I think that I want to garden. Hmm. Put on Facebook today. We've got to take action on those things because that's the universe or God or the divine telling you, here's your gift. Go do it. Here's your gift. Expressing your gift will help to create heaven on earth. Expressing your gifts and taking 
action from that place is joyful. And that is when we spread lots of love in the world and with ourselves. So, go create heaven on earth. <laughs> All right, I've got to wrap up now. So, everyone, um, great, great, great to talk to you. And remember, tonight on Life Path Radio, I'm going to be interviewed. Some of the stuff that I just covered is going to be in there. And also, I'd like to um, invite you to come to an evening with angels. Go to angelshearus.com and sign up. It's free, and you're going to get a free gift. And next week, I will be back. And I will be, um, I think I have a guest next week, but it's a surprise. Okay, and I'm also not doing those, those regular reading shows three times a week because everything's a little bit crazy. So if you need anything from me, you can contact me through magicoflifecoach.com or angelshearus.com. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.